Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Racial Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. I'm here with one of my best friends and long time, not long time (laughs) part. I can't. Do you know who Delilah is? No, because she didn't grow up in California. Delilah. She was a radio host in Southern California. Uh Uh-huh. And I couldn't stand the way she spoke. Stand. And this is Emily. This is how she spoke. Ew. All the time. Immediately now. Immediately now. And it was the best during the holidays because <laughs> she'd give you a little chuckle. No. <laughs> What's up? I'm Rachel Ballinger. Uh, if you don't know me, I am a YouTuber and now just everywhere on the internet. And uh, this is my podcast. Everywhere else, I am family, family friendly and brand friendly. But here, I do whatever the fuck I want. Um, and somehow I still get sponsors. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm here with my assistant and a friend who says best friend, Emily Brostaff. <laughs> Hi. I called you my best friend a lot this week. Yeah, you're you my did. best friend. You're my best friend. And then Joy's our other best friend. You but she's our best friend. Not other best friend as in like she's the other one, but she right. is. The, you can have she, multiple best friends. We are all best friends. She's best just friends. Not, best best friends. friends. She's just not here right now. Uh, we are in my guest room with my dog Blaze laying on the bed. We're on the bed because this is where the iMac is, and that's how we record, and I didn't want to move it. Solid. Thanks. Okay, did I do all the intro stuff? I think so. Okay, so Rachel Uncensored has no... Uh, agenda. Agenda. No topic. Uh, but Emily, I was like, hey, I'm going to do a solo one today. She's my assistant, so she has to know what I'm doing. And she was like, um, no. And I was like, yeah. She's like, I need to tell a ghost story. All right. I didn't really have anything planned. I was just going to turn on a microphone for myself. So I figured I'd turn one on for her too. And here it is. Okay, Emily. Go. Oh, all right. Tell me about it. Okay. Here's my (laughs) house. I keep talking. (laughs) So um, here's my thing about ghosts. I don't know. And I don't want to know. And I feel like that's a safe area to be in is I don't know. And I don't want to know. Do you not want to know because you're scared? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Listen, I don't know. Anything other than the physical matter in front of me. Even that I don't understand. I barely pass science. So. Keep going. I feel. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to tell you. I feel that that stuff. I shouldn't mess with it. I'm not mature enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't think I'm spiritually open enough to have the capacity to comprehend anything else. Right? Okay. I don't feel like I should mess with it because I feel like it only could go wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, there's certain ways that you can interact with the spirit world and make things go wrong. Yeah. And here's the thing. I was raised very Christian, very religious. And we were taught anything else other than an angel would be a demon. And I was taught those were not good. I think we could all agree. Demons Uh, bad. Yeah. Demons. No, no good. No bueno. So we're going to leave those out. And, uh, then that just, uh, made, I just, sorry, I hit my microphone cord and I was making sure it didn't unplug. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was making sure it wasn't clicky after I did that. We're good. Um, so I don't want to mess with it. Cause I'm scared that maybe if I'm like, I, even with good intent trying to go in and like talk to, let's say an angel end up with a demon. That does not, that's not, that, that's not good. That is a risk. Like if you use like a Ouija board, because yeah, no, I've nothing, never used one. Yeah. Nothing good attaches or communicates through Ouija boards. So how do you know this? Because I'm so into paranormal stuff. Emily is very much. But see, the thing is, I guess it's like religion. You can't verify any of this. It's all. It's experience. It's experience, I guess. But like there, I like science facts figures. Yeah. Okay. I usually do too. You know me. I usually do. do I know. And so, but I'm like, no one can completely confirm or deny anything out of what we can see with our own two eyes. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, it's so unexplained that there's no other explanation. Well, yeah, when people give me their ghost stories, I used to always try and explain it away yeah. and validate their experience. That was not right of me, and I would never do that again. I have matured and grown. I love life. You constantly grow, learn, mature. Uh, mature, maybe not, but grow and learn, yes. 
So what is mature? Anyway, off subject. Um, so I get when, like, I understand like people have experiences and, um, whether they are real paranormal experiences or not, they're true to that person and their emotions during that were valid. So I just don't want to go into that world. And I felt because I've had this stance for quite some times of, I'm not saying I know if there is or isn't. I just know that I'm going to respect whatever else is there and just keep my distance. Okay. But I have not experienced paranormal things. You have to, I've always said you, one, have to be open to it. Yes. And I'm not open to it, but in a respectful way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be open to it. And if you're not open to it, then something has to like, you have, I, I, we call it the juju. There's no other word that I have found that mm-hmm. has encapsulated it as well as that. It's okay. like, you have to have almost like a special gift. So like, even if you don't want it, some people are just born with it and they're able to feel certain things. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe I don't know why. Maybe juju. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that one didn't go. Um, I've experienced one thing that I truly could not explain. Sometimes when they're really powerful, even if you're not open to it and you don't have the juju, mm-hmm. it'll still come but through. But I think I was slightly open to it because something was going on with someone else whom I believed. Yeah. And then, um, but I was just like, you know, it was just, it's, it is what it is. I'm so sorry. I'm here for you. Yeah. And, and that kind of. And then within that day. Yeah. I experienced the same thing in the same house. And I was like, well shit right and and then I immediately was just like nope we're done it's over I'm not yeah I'm not fucking around with this and yeah. my I t- called my sister and she's like say these things because yeah. my sister's really into ghost stuff and I was like okay thanks sis bye and I said the things and I I put on a front and I was like I'm not fucking with it don't fuck with yeah. me I said it out loud and right it didn't happen again nothing has ever happened again because when they're bad things like that they feed off of fear yeah like that's how they gain like yes that's power. what my sister yeah. is friends with an, a professional ghost hunter by the way oh <gasps> oh my god and he was like you you have to let it know you you're not you're not mm-hmm. into it you're just but not fearful you're just confidently I'm yeah you can't mess with me yeah and so I'm gonna ignore you sometimes when I get because okay um I think I've told you this before my mom's side of the family mm-hmm. that's where all the the paranormal juju is right yeah. okay so my mom and her brother both have like the wildest experiences and then they each have kids right yeah so out of each of the branches of kids one of the children has what we call the juju. So yeah. out of me and my sister, I have it. Out of my cousin Emma and her sister, she has it. And then there's a third brother and his oldest has it, but the other five do not. So we call, we call it the family curse. Um, and where was I going with this? Oh, let's, um, let's figure it out. Okay. Okay. okay so I was talking about, you your, said, I, oh, because I interrupted you your first time. Uh, oh, I got it. Yep. It came back. Um, but, <laughs> but basically, okay. And each of us have varying levels. Uh-huh. So, so Mindy, who's the oldest of the five children on one branch, she can astro travel, not by choice because she doesn't Hi. like it. I don't know what that means. Astro travel. Um, there's different ways to do it, but when she dreams, she can literally transport her spirit and her conscience to another place. I have a good story about that. I'll tell you in a minute. I don't even know what that means. I can lucid dream, but I don't know what astro. Even more than that. Oh, that like is scary. Like real, because lucid dreaming is you're controlling your dream. Yeah. Astro proje- <laughs> I have control issues. <laughs> astro traveling and astro projecting. You literally are going in the physical world somewhere. Like you're, it's not a dream. Like you are taking your spirit and your conscious somewhere else. And that's what she can do. So that's the in highest what form. Like she can see things. I'll, t- I'll tell you in a second. So what? Uh, and it's it's legit. So she oh my God, she's like 11. What? From Stranger Things. I haven't watched that show. I'm too scared. I get so scared. I get so scared. Oh, M, I've seen it. Oh, OK. I, I can handle it. You watch it with someone else. OK. But I've I've seen all the episodes. Okay. I can handle it. You can handle I, it. Because I believe in paranormal stuff so much. I actively try and avoid things that have to do with demons and like evil spirits, because I truly do believe the more that you like talk about it and watch it and think about it, the more you are opening yourself up to it. Yes. Also, I will say that some people would say I've heard this argument before is that if you're into that, you're more likely to be looking for that. Yeah, with everything. With everything. So yeah. like if I say start looking for green cars, you're going to start seeing right. green cars everywhere. They were always the same. They're right. always that amount. But when you focus on that, right. you're going to see it more often. Right. So you're going to be more willing to see things that, oh, right. but it was just the wind. Right. But 
I understand that sometimes when you are more open to it, you're more open to it. So the things are going to come you're into your life more. more things come in. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Mindy has the most powerful. Okay, right? Mindy. She was she was she was the first kid out of the first branch to get the juju. Okay, I was the second, and I can hear things and I can feel things. So I can hear things that aren't there. I, I sound a little schizophrenic right now, but no. Um, so I can hear things. Sometimes I can see little flashes out of the corner of my eye, and I can feel and I dream certain things. I can't astro project, but I I have dreamed an accurate accurately predicted and seen things in my dreams before yeah and then it's like happened and it's I would not say most people i'm not that, that most people have a juju but i feel like most we feel things more often than they, like yes. just a vibe it's really hard to see things yes and that's what them. the sibling so my mom and her brothers Ooh. that's what they have they have the most and then mindy has the second then i have the third and then emma who's my baby cousin she's out of the third branch she can only feel. She can't see or hear things, and she doesn't dream about. So it's it's things. fading off. It's fading off. Yeah, the juju is the juju, and I'm kind of glad because I don't want to pass that on because it is creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Like I will hear things that are not there, and I and you're half deaf, and I'm half deaf, and like I've just come to realize that it's just like spirits that either aren't ready to pass on or have like some task or someone that they're waiting for, and I'm just like, okay, they're not here to bother me. I just happen to walk by and hear, but like it is freaky. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that yeah. at all. So, okay. So do you want to hear about the astro projecting? Yes. But first, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor. Sponsor. Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves, layering tees, and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Astro project me. Okay. So um, my cousin Mindy and her husband had just gotten married. Okay. And his name is, is Jake. And he, his, he was raised basically by his grandfather and his grandmother. Mm -hmm. Well, they had just gotten married. Mindy had just gotten hired by this incredible university. It was like her dream job. It was her first day. And her husband gets a call from the grandmother and says, your grandfather's ill. We literally do not know how much longer he has. You have to race here if you want to say goodbye to him because he was in a different state. Okay. And this was like his dad. Like it was like his father figure. And so Jake was like, oh my God, we have to hop in the car and go. And Mindy was basically like, this is my first day at an Ivy League college. Yeah. Like, this is my dream job. Like, obviously, I want to be there to support you. But, like, how am I supposed to? Yeah. Like, call, like That's it was just terrible timing. Horrible situation. Yeah. So he was like, OK, I'm going to go. And she goes, OK, I will come after work. Like, I will make the plane ride. I will do the drive. But I have to show up my first day. And he was like, OK, OK, OK. OK, so she's going to be like eight hours behind. Yeah. So he gets there. He doesn't call her or talk to her at all because he's obviously at his grandfather's bedside, you know, trying to like say his goodbyes and comfort him. 
Um, so Mindy does her full day at work. And then by the time she gets off, Jake was like, I don't think he's going to make it through the night. So just stay home. He, okay. he was like, save your time for when the funeral comes and then you can take off of work. And Mindy was like, OK, being a reasonable partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very supportive. Um, and so Mindy was like, okay, if you change your mind, I will be there. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, we're just going to stay up with him through the night. And we're going to see what happens. Now, mind you, Mindy has never visited this home, yes. right? She's never visited the home. All he told her was just stay home. Like it was like two minute phone calls. Yeah. Like she, he didn't describe anything. Didn't say who was there. Nothing. He just said, stay home. And was like sending texts. So she goes to sleep that night. And, um, all of a sudden she like wakes up and she's standing in the room where Jake's grandfather is. And she like is seeing everyone that's there she's hearing everything they're saying and she watches him pass away and then all of a sudden she wait like actually wakes up and like sits up and gasps and she's like oh my god that was weird and then goes back to sleep next morning she calls jake and she's like you know how's grandpa doing and he was like well he passed away last night and mindy was like that's so weird i had this dream your brother was there his girlfriend was there like she was like the room that I, I watched him passing away in was beautiful. There were all these painting on the walls and like your grandmother said these beautiful things to him and there was just dead silence back on the phone, right? He didn't say yeah. anything. And he was like, that is legitimately word for word, description, description, exactly what happened. And that what was, the fuck? That was the first time she astro traveled. Okay. So now I'm sure she's done it a few more times. Yeah, yeah. Does has she gotten to the point where she realizes it's happening? Yeah, but she can't control it. Okay. So you you really have to like harness that in. Like yeah. that's a really powerful skill that you have to work on. So she can't choose where or when she goes. It just happens randomly and it's mostly in places where it's needed. Okay. So cuz the first time she thought she was dreaming. Oh, she thought the whole thing was a dream and then she was literally able word for word be able to recite exactly what the grandmother said. So now when it happens when she wakes up, she realizes it was an astral projection? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because she says it's such a different feeling than dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. So, and What that, the fuck? Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Yeah. So, and this is something that people can actually harness. Yeah. Like like once Yeah, once you get to a certain like awareness or whatever yeah. like people can actually harness this and yeah, use it i dreaming just freaks me the fuck out i hate dreams whether they're good or bad i yeah. hate dreaming i think it's the most annoying thing in right. the entire world and i've noticed um i didn't drink for many years and now i drink on occasion and i've noticed that if i've had a few drinks i can lucid dream and i hate it right and i usually because i freak out in the dream like it's usually when something bad is happening i go to myself you are dreaming, scream to wake yourself up. Ooh. And so I've woken up many a time to screaming and Abby grabs me and pulls me back in bed and she's like, you're fine, you're here. Oh my God. And she just holds me because I just wake up screaming. Right. And um, it's happened, it, it used to happen, but back in college, but uh, right after college, but I used to drink back then too. Yeah. And Abby was like, that, and I described it to her and she's like, that's lucid dreaming. I was like, what's that? Ooh. Like, I never heard about it. Yeah. She goes, people who understand while they're dreaming that they're dreaming. Right. You can harness it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm kind of scared too. Mm -hmm. And she was like, um, she was like, just next time, just try and, but don't scream. Because <laughs> it, it's terrifying for her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So literally two days later, I lucid dreamed again. Uh-huh. And in it, I went. Um, something bad was happening and in it I went you're dreaming scream yourself wake yourself up and I went no don't do that do something good and so Abby popped into the dream and oh. I went let's have sex and okay. then I switched <laughs> it to a sex dream <gasps> mid fucking dream oh my god I'm so jealous <laughs> and then I woke up oh my god wait like did you like wake up or <laughs> like in the I woke up and then went back to sleep fine anyway um i'm not gonna be like hey babe 4 a.m fuck me what i wouldn't be mad like wake me up two years in it's not gonna happen true true yeah um, did you have i you haven't lucid dream since okay okay and that was about a month ago i saw something i've never been able to lucid dream i saw something really freaky i saw the same thing don't ask what day or time it is yeah and don't say that you realize you're dreaming to the people in your dream yeah they don't like that and that freaks me the fuck yeah. out to the point where I'm like, I don't want to fuck around with this. I don't want to yeah. harness it. I yeah. don't want to do I just want to wake up. Right. And I know screaming will wake me up. Right. Because I scream out loud. Right. 
I like that you brought someone comforting in though. That's a really yes. like incredible skill to have. I know, but I'm scared to fuck with it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, that was fun in the end, but I didn't like it in that moment. I didn't like that I had to switch. I didn't like that I yeah. realized it. I didn't like that I was having a bad dream. Yeah. So I'd rather just never do any of it. Right. And then la di da live on. No dreams for you. I don't want to dream. If that could be taken away from me, I would do it. I like okay. All right. So are you ready for another little God, I'm gonna be scared to go to sleep tonight. Yes. No, um, Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's just on like the subject of, of dreaming is I used to love having dreams because ever since I was a child, people who have passed on have always come to visit me in my this dreams. This is your juju-ness. This is my juju-ness. Well, and like I can always tell when some place is like haunted and like mm-hmm. or like there's a spirit around like that's a big one is I can immediately feel it. Yeah. Let me, t- let me tell you that one real, real fast though. Right. Okay. I have. I have told you this. I'll tell them. Um, okay. Switching subjects. So, <laughs> um, my cousin. Oh, you've told me this. I'm going to yeah. put the microphone down. Oh, yeah. So my cousin Emma bought a really old historic home in Pittsburgh that was like built by this family that had lots of children, whatever. Uh, they didn't find this out till later, but it was a very old home. Yeah. Um, and when they moved in and the realtor was showing them around, um, it was a three story home. They get up to the third floor. She shows them the first bedroom. Emma's like, oh, that's really cute. We could put the nursery in here. Shows them the second bedroom. She's like, oh, that's where your office can be. Opens the third door. Emma goes to step through like the threshold of the door and immediately pulls back. And she's like, mm, there's something in there. And like, that's her thing. And yeah. she can always feel. And she's like, nope, there's something bad in there. And Emerson, like her husband always like laughs at her. He's very supportive, but he's like, okay, okay. Yeah. And so they just shut the door and she never went in there. Well, Emerson said, because sometimes like, cause Emerson is married in. Yeah. So the people that are married in, they just don't get it until you've seen it and heard our stories and been around us. Like there's always going to be a twinge of doubt. Yeah. And so he's always like trying to, so he was like, okay, yeah. well, Emily's coming to visit next week. Do not say anything to her and see if she notices too. And Emma was like, okay. So I show up the next week. I walk up to the third floor, shows me the first, shows me the second. Everything's great. Opens the door to the third. And immediately I get this cold rush over my body. My hair's standing on end. I get these goosebumps. I get the shiver down my spine. And I was like, nope, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. And Emma was like, see? And Emerson was like, fuck. He was like, fine. And then Mindy showed up yep. for a family reunion. She's the third one that has the juju. And we didn't say anything to her. And we put her in that room with her daughter to like sleep because it was yeah. a huge, it wasn't like, I mean, we were fucking with her a little bit, but, um, but there was another room we could have put her in, but we wanted to see. Yeah. So, and like all the rooms are occupied. So we said, you're going to be sleeping in this room with your daughter. And she was like a little uneasy, but she's so tired from having a child. She was just yeah. like, whatever. It wasn't going to argue. Didn't say anything to her. We woke up at two in the morning because we heard walking on the third floor. She literally had her sleeping like limp child in her arms and took her all the way down to the first floor and slept on the couch with her. And when the next morning we are basically like, what are you doing on the couch? She was like, there's something massively evil in that room. And she's like, I could feel it staring at us all night and I could hear whispers. And we no, were like, oh, I don't like yeah, it. I don't like uh-uh. it. I don't like it. I've heard this story and it's still, I've heard the story several times and it still just stresses me out right. every time. But we fixed it. I told I know, you told me. Yeah. yeah. So we fixed it. So basically um, when Emma, my cousin and her husband moved in there, it was just them. They didn't, and their dogs. She didn't have a child yet. They knew they were going to have lots of kids. Um, and so when, so this evil thing was just lurking, right? All the time we would just feel it, but it would stay on the third floor. It was, she was at least respectful. Oh, we she, love respect. We love respect. And we named her a she because we just felt like a feminine energy mm-hmm. from her. Yeah. My neck hurts. Can we switch spots? Yeah. So looking at you like this, just switchies. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Keep talking. so, um, Emma was pregnant, right? And we could feel her ramping up. We could feel the like. Oh, oh my God. Wait, my neck feels. Oh, good. So much better. I know that's not your favorite side, but my neck was hurting. It's all right. So yeah, when Emma was pregnant, she could feel the spirit or like whatever it was amping up. Like it was getting more aggressive, more evil. What was was that room? Like what did they make that room be? We don't know because the family that lived there before Emma and Emerson, they completely like renovated the third floor and made it because it used to be one giant room. We Oh, sorry. We think it was the master bedroom of of the original people. But then the people that lived there, and like this was back in like the 1700s um and then when the people before emma and emerson moved in there they changed it they because it was a huge room they changed it into three rooms okay so what did emerson and emma change make that third room um his office because he doesn't feel anything oh then it doesn't matter he'll like walk in there he'll walk in there in the morning and be like good morning (laughs) and she's like (laughs) in the corner (laughs) 
um so yeah when emma was pregnant it was getting worse it was getting more sinister like it was just it was not good and then she came home from the hospital and it was same like she was mad like we could just feel how angry she was and we were like what the fuck is happening Well, um, the baby's room was right below on the second floor, right below her room. Right. Yeah. And she was mad, 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 mad. Um, and then we put the or Emma and Emerson put their baby into the nursery. because You know how the baby sleeps with you for like six months. Like, yeah. Like in the crib besides the bed. Um, they finally put him in his own room. And Emma, like she was doing sleep training. And it's it's really fucking tough because you have to let them cry for like five minutes. I hate that method. Oh, I know. But it's so effective. And like psych- psychologically, it's okay for them. So you let them cry. Really? I just thought, I just saw a thing that said psychologically, um, <laughs> this is very not, not the point of the story, <laughs> uh, that they started testing babies and their stress levels are still just as high. They just realized that crying won't get them what they want. Uh, that's the cry out method. Oh. So Emma does the Ferber method with all of her kids. And that is psychologically like. What is it? Um, basically, you put them down for five minutes. If they, after five minutes, if they're still screaming, you go and you pat pat. Don't say anything. You don't pick them up. You just let them know you're still there. And then you go and then you add on another five minutes. You add on another five minutes. So like you're not leaving them. You're not abandoning yeah. them. You're reassuring them. But you're also teaching them. They're like, not going to get out. Yeah, you're not going to get out. But I'm also here. Like, okay. you know. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, I'm sure the mommies in the comments are going to have fun with that because everyone has opinions. But um, we don't know how to mother. Also, if you have to do the cry it out method because you're that's the way your life is set up and you literally yeah. can't yeah. go sleep or don't have time. For th- th- yeah. That happens, and there's no judgment here. We're not judging moms nope. or anything at all. If your baby is happy, healthy, and fed, do you? What? Do, also, yeah, do what needs for your brain. Yeah, because that is. I don't know how y'all do it. Respect and love for all mothers. Yeah, this was no shame. If you whatever method you have to do, as long yes. as you're not physically harming your child and like locking it in a cage uh, for I twelve feel like hours, that's a good like minimum. Yeah, yeah. More than yeah, just <laughs> do what you need to do. Um, okay. So anyway, she was doing the Ferber method with him, which you allow him to cry for like five and then 10 and 15, you know, whatever. Um, and she could see every time she was letting him cry, it was getting more evil, more angry, (gasps) more whatever. So then we started thinking this was a mom. This must have been a mom that like had some type of like trauma or a child loss or something. And it was so, I'm getting goosebumps. It was so freaky. Emma would make sure all of Gray's toys, Gray's the baby. She'd make sure all of his toys, the switch was on off off not neutral not on she would always make sure to turn them off and he had this one music cube that he was obsessed with you could not get that thing away from him and sometimes when she would go to check on him in the middle of the night because she would hear it on the monitor she would hear the, the the beethoven music start playing and she would go in the room and she would look and the cube would be playing music it would be no it wasn't lit up it wasn't turned on she'd go and check the knob it was in the off position but it was playing music when he would start crying so the, I hate it. Uh-huh. I hate it. So the spirit was like looking out for him. And then finally, once Gray got through sleep training and was sleeping through the night and like very much everything started to relax in the household because Emma could get sleep. He could get sleep. He wasn't crying as much anymore. The spirit turned nice. And like all of it, like, oh, and the freakiest thing when, <laughs> when he was like a, a toddler ish. Yeah. She would rock with him in the dead yeah. dark because that's how you put well, in her on her way. That's how she puts them to sleep. But she sits in the rocking chair in the pitch black and she rocks them until they get sleepy. And then she puts them in their crib. And sometimes he would peer over her shoulder and start giggling. No, I hate it. Throw the kid away. Take Throw it the back t- to the hospital. <laughs> like, no. But once it saw that Emma was actually taking care of her child, like in a way that she approved of and like that what? he was happy, she started being a, a happy little spirit. And, and both of us felt like all of this like weight lifted off of us. And all of a sudden she just disappeared one day. So like it was like she was waiting around in the home for like a baby for, to, a, for a baby to take care of and to make sure he was OK. <sighs> I hate it. Ugh. Yeah. I can't stand that. I can. You can feel when something feels off. Yeah. And a lot of times you don't realize how bad it is until you go into a positive environment. Yeah, and you can like, <sighs> I will never purchase a home with a negative vibe. No, please. That's why I'm saying it. When you go to buy a home, take me with you. You haven't gotten anything in this house, right? Never. Okay. Nope. Just double checking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate it. Okay. Before we move on to anything else, let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Blaze, you guys can't even see it. He is sprawled out on this queen size bed. He's getting back. He loves it. He's like podcast here every time, moms. 
Oh, just a big boy. Isn't it weird he used to have balls? I, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> what? Hold on, let me, I have no idea. The since, okay, we got about another 10 to 15 minutes. If okay. you have any other stories or things. Um, you that? can choose. What's that? Um, don't look at me. You're the only one that sleeps on this bed. Okay, I'm not pee-peeing on your pillows. It's bluey. <laughs> um, okay, I, you have two options. Okay. You can hear, and I, I think I've told you both. You can hear my one. Where, oh, no, I haven't told you I one. I need a massage. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's go after this. No, you no. have to edit this. I have after to edit this. this. Yeah. Um, okay, you can hear one. I'm going to lay flat. <laughs> Get into it. I can still see you. That's good. Oh, yeah. You can hear the one. Aware, um, my cousin went to a medium, or you can hear the one where I've I heard that one. You have, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh well, then you've heard both about the medium, and then I can predict people's deaths. Well, because of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've told me both. Okay. Well, those are the last two I have. <laughs> um, I don't have any. Okay. But you can tell them whichever one's your favorite. I oh. like the death one. You like the death one? Yeah. Okay. Because I've heard the medium one twice. Have you? Yeah. Oh. I listen when you talk. I just act like I don't. I love that for me. <laughs> um, okay. So um, I've always had really weird things happen when I was a child, and it was unexplained, and now I know that it was just a juju. But basically, okay, my parents sent me away to a Jesus horse sleepaway camp. Praise unto him. Nay. Was that the theme? Pretty much. Is that the slogan? And my parents were- Wait, Christian- Horse, horse, sleepaway camp. I said what I said. What the fuck? Yeah. Understand. Mm -hmm. So I. Well, hold on. I think that we should unpack this in my therapy. You should come to therapy with me. I agree. I don't think that's healthy. Your therapist would definitely think that was cool. Yeah. Gamza's all about it. Codependency. Who? I know we're working on my codependency issues this week, so I brought Emily. (laughs) No, I'm working on my control issues. Actually. Um. So, what was I going to say? Horse sleepaway Jesus camp. Oh, I hated sleeping over at people's houses, and I refused to go to camp as a child. We also couldn't afford it, so that worked out. But I never got to go to camp as a kid. I feel like I missed out. I will build you a camp. This is going to be... Camp 5678. So weird. I never got to go to camp. And I was always scared to sleep over at people's houses. I get, I was scared to sleep over at people's houses too. And the only reason my, because I grew up super, super poor as well. And I think the reason my parents sent me to this camp specifically, because we were not religious, is because it was affordable. Oh. Yeah. They were like, get, give us your poor. Yeah. Give <laughs> okay. us your poor. We'll convert you. And then your kid gets to ride on horses all day. Honestly, a That's solid actually, deal. Yeah. I know a lot of people. Joey would go do that right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you want to teach me about the Bible, that's fine. I'll listen. And then I'll yeah. ride some horses. They're done. Um, I love podcasting laying down, by the way. Everyone I feel, it feels like this it. is a therapy session. I'm like, you know, you're like lounging. Yeah. And I'm like, tell okay. me more. So this week, yeah. I felt. <laughs> Can't. Um, uh, anyway, you were dreaming. Okay. Sleepaway camp. So, yes, I was at Horse Jesus Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> and Please find the name of this camp. I will. I will. It's- I need to see the posters like the the pamphlet photos oh it's good for this shit like i want jesus bareback riding yeah yeah with shirtless shirtless jesus yes! on bareback yeah i just want him in like some chaps and some cowboy boots yep oh yeah. hi blaze. Oh, blaze is joining oh, us my. now what oh good he's kisses. like mom is laying down i will <laughs> okay it's all up in our business hi welcome back uh blaze knocked our microphones out of the theme bob uh so we that happened and we had to reset oh god i really can i need to have me crack my back after this i think i should just lay flat for the rest of my life i want to get you those boots you were talking about yesterday the ones where you hang upside down yeah it's not a boot it's like a whole setup contraption yeah yeah anyway anyway jesus was with you on your sleepaway camp well and the horses Uh, and the horses yes um, okay, so I was, uh, oh my, <laughs> paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> um, I was very close with my grandfather and grandmother. They lived six houses down from me my entire childhood. Um, and so anyway, I went to sleepaway camp. Everything was fine. I was learning about Jesus. I was riding the horses. La-di-da-di-da. Yeah. Uh, went to sleep one night and I had this like 
I had this dream and I dream every night. There's not. I hate that for you. Yeah. Oh, that's what I forgot to tell. Yeah. I used to love having dreams because they would always be so like fun and comforting and I'd get to see people I love. But then Mm -hmm. one of the people I love, it was not her one time. (gasps) No. And so now, now I, and I haven't seen her since because they used to come, she used to come visit me all the time because I was having a really hard time with her passing. Um, and she used to come all the, and like, again, I know some people are going to say like, I sound crazy or whatever, or that it's not really her. It's my brain comforting itself. But like, I can know the difference between when I'm comforting myself and I'm like imagining, cause I would have dreams with her all the time where we'd be doing something fun. And I knew it wasn't her. Yeah. Like I, I, just, I just knew it was like a fun dream. But and then there were times where she would come and she would like legitimately talk to me oh. and like tr- make me feel better. And one of the times I like hadn't seen her in a while. Um, and so I was really happy that she popped up and I knew it was one of those dreams where it was her and it ended up not being her. And it was a very sinister being. I, I've had someone who th- I popped up to comfort them in the dream, but then turned into a demon. Yep. yep. And it was terrifying for them because yep. I'm a comforting person. I'm a protecting yeah. person. Yeah. So they were like ricked. Yeah. And it was traumatizing for them. Yep. I don't like that. Yep. So, yeah. So now I'm like, when I see people that have passed in my dreams, either I'm immediately like, nope. And like, I've learned, like, I know how to block, like when I, when I'll be having like bad feelings or something, but I can't do anything about it. Like I'm stuck in an Airbnb or I'm stuck at someone's home. Like I will just like literally in my mind, I'll be like, nope. Like I recognize you're here. I'm not going to feed into it. Like, no. And then I just cut it off. And so like, that's what I've started doing, which is really sad because I'd like to still visit with the people that have passed, but that traumatized me so badly because it caught me so off guard and it was so evil mm. that now I'm like Ugh. now I'm like meh with dreams um, I don't like them because it always is kind of it gives I don't like the feeling of dreams mm. like it's not all correct like because dreams like yeah weird things happen I don't like that because you have control issues <laughs> You're like, that's not what water's supposed to look like. <laughs> it, it, but it gives me a weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're, you're on that, that cusp of being able to lucid and not. I don't like So anytime yeah. I wake up, I'm like, Ugh! even if it was just like me walking through a beautiful field. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I wake up. I'm like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. And yeah. is it because I'm on the cusp? Yeah. I don't, why did I, I don't want this power. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to learn to harness it for good. I don't want it at all. Yeah, I mean, just like learn how to fly in your dreams and then be like, all right, I'm done. No, the worst is when I'm like, you could, you should be able to fly right now. And like, I can't get uh, up. Launch. And, yeah, I can't launch. And then I'm being chased and like someone's oh, trying to murder me. That's the worst. Yeah. I have those a lot yeah. where it's like, I'm supposed to run and protect someone to protect myself. And then it's just like, nope. And I'm like, I'll literally be like, I'm in a dream. I should be able to do this. And right. I can't do it. Yeah. That's probably why you feel so uneasy with your dreams is because you haven't harnessed that power yet. And so your body's like frustrated. Is there a lucid dream? There is. Coach? There is. But what good can come from this? Is there anything good that can come from it? Um, yeah. People can like use their lucid dreaming to like help them heal traumas and to talk to people that have like, not in like a ghost way, but like in a I'm lucid dreaming way, like talk to people that have passed or like hash out things or to experience things that they're not able to experience. Like it's a beautiful thing if you learn how to harness it correctly. There's times where I'm like, I'm mad at someone and in my dream, we talk and solve it and I understand their point of view. Mm. And then I wake up and I'm like, they still don't understand mine, but right. I'm at peace because I understand theirs. Yeah. Oh, my God. There you go. I don't like it. I know. You'll, yeah. Well, I'll get you a lucid dreaming coach. That'll be another video idea. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. We're going to make you a Jesus sleepaway horse camp, and we're going to teach you how to lucid dream. Okay. Anyway, you're at sleepaway camp. Okay. Anyway, back to the point. We always make it back. Um, Do we? No. Um, <laughs> all right. So I was asleep in my little cabin, right? Uh, Bible by my side. And all of a sudden I I'm in my dream and I'm in this massive house I've never been in before. And like I can tell that like it's a house that goes up like 16 stories um, and I can hear and I knew I was in a dream, but I couldn't wake myself up and I could hear my grandfather shouting for me. And it sounded like he really needed help, like desperately needed yeah. help. And so I was like, oh, my God. So I'm running through the house. I'm opening up all the doors. I can't find him. Every time I think I'm getting close because he's getting louder, I open up a door and then his voice gets further away. It was such like a panicked like he needs me he needs me he needs me I couldn't find him and finally just as I was about to give up I open up the last door and he's sitting in this bright yellow kitchen at the table um and he looks right at me and he smiles at me and he goes Emily I just want you to know that it's going to be okay 
I'm not in pain. I'm not hurt. I love you very much. Like, take care of your grandmother. And I was just like, okay, Grampy. And I like crawled up in his lap because I was like eight at the time. I crawled up in his lap and we just hugged each other. And then I woke up and I was like, that was really weird. And then literally that was like at four in the morning ish. Um, and then I had three more days of camp left and all of a sudden I get called to the front office the next morning and my dad's standing there. It's like 8 a.m. and he's sobbing and I was just like, did Grampy die? And he was like, basically he was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> what did they teach you at this Jesus horse camp? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, let's get in the car and talk about it. And apparently the same time that he came to me in my dream to comfort me is the exact same time he ended up passing away. And then the same thing with I'm that just stressed about the entire thing. Yeah. And then that that friend that passed away, the my my friend that was a girl um, in high school, it was the same thing. I woke up in my dream in my dream. I was in that big house and I was like, fuck, because I know when I'm in that home, it means someone is passing. No. And so I woke up in that house and I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. And so I could. And as soon as I heard her voice, I was like damn it and so I'm running through the house. I'm trying to find her. Same thing. I get to the last door. I open it up. She's sitting in this big yellow kitchen. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. What are you doing? We're podcasting. Oh. Uh, do you want to come say hello? Sure. Wait, I got two dogs that want to. Well, I have one dog that's oh. just lounging. Abby's here. We're talking about ghost stories. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's off. You have a ghost story? Hello. Um. Well, yeah, I do, but it was not a fun experience. Well, yeah. from when we were staying at that beach. Yeah. 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 Well, you can tell your part of it. Okay. And then maybe I'll tell my part, but probably not. Uh. <laughs> well, we're almost done, so I'll come say hi in a minute. I love you. Bye bye. You got two. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Blaze, put your asshole away. Yeah, it's right oh, in my face. Oh, he is stretching to put it in your face. Either there's a little piece of poo. Yeah, I see it. There's <laughs> a little tiny yeah, piece of poo. I see it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I walk in. She's sitting in the kitchen. She looks at me and I was like, please, please, please don't do this. And she was like, I just want you to know I love you. And like, I will always be with you and nothing is your fault. And then I woke <gasps> up. If I can lose a dream, can I pop into your dreams? Please I don't. Fuck with you. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I'm sorry it's you nice had to, to have go through warning. Them. It's nice to say goodbye to them. I get yes. I get the gift of being able to say goodbye to but people. But to have to know that it's happening and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah, that's the that bad. has to be really yeah. painful. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna focus on the positive. I get to say goodbye when yeah. so many do not. Yeah, so. good for you. Yeah. All right, I think that's gonna be it for us today. Okay, you don't want to tell your beach story real quick? I don't mind the extra editing if you want to tell it. <laughs> I love a good ghost story. Okay, so what I was saying. But hand me my water first. You slut. Thank you. So uh, Abby and I were staying at a beach house once. This is what I was talking about. Both of the things I mentioned were actually happening to her. We were at a beach house and she uh, experienced sleep paralysis. And she, I woke up and she was still asleep. And I walked out of the room. And about a half hour later, I walked back in and she's just laying in bed staring at me. Mm-mm, and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I thought I did something wrong because the energy was so bad in the room. I thought she was mad at me and just wasn't saying anything. And I was like, fuck, what did I do? Like, <laughs> like I farted in you? your sleep? Yeah. I was like, did you, did this, I, I was like racking my brain. I was like, I'm perfect. <laughs> I, <laughs> what could she possibly be mad at me for? <laughs> and so I walked back out and then I walked and then later, like an hour later, she was like, she was really off. And I was like, she, she finally told me that like she had sleep paralysis. And when I had walked back in that room, she had just come out of it Ooh. and was so traumatized she couldn't say anything. She had someone sitting on her chest mm. and she couldn't move and she couldn't scream and she couldn't do anything. And she like was awake asleep. I don't know. I have, I think I, I don't really think I've ever experienced it. I've had night Mm-mm. terrors and I've had lucid dreams, but I haven't had sleep paralysis. Mm-mm. Knock on wood. Yeah. I'm not opening myself up to it. Nope. But um, she was really terrible and she was off the rest of the day like it was traumatic for her it is it was really traumatic and when i'd walked in the room and she'd just come out of it she was like i wanted to talk to you so bad and be like please come hold me or like tell you what happened but she's like i literally just couldn't fathom it and couldn't come up with the courage to speak yeah and i was like shit i'm so sorry and we were like maybe it, it, we we had drank the night before so we're like let's not drink tonight yeah. let's take it really easy let's have a really relaxing day we we're supposed to be on vacation and um, the whole day was just off. And then we went to sleep and we were like, okay, we slept. We, we didn't drink. We ate really healthy. We drank a lot of water before bed. We like looked up, you know, what could be causing yeah. it, you know? 
And we're like, okay, we're fine. And she went to sleep. And that night is when she started having like a nightmare sleep paralysis again. And then she heard me calling her from the kitchen. Oh. And so that was, she was like, um, they were like, she, like I was calling from the kitchen, but she knew it wasn't me. No, no, and no, it was no. a How demon. How told me this? Because it's not my story to tell. No. She just gave me permission. So she started, like, she was like, no. And they're like, it's me. You can trust me. No. And she was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then um, I did feel her. We, She did wake up from that. And I was and I was there. I felt her wake up. And I was like, hi, 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 it's me, it's me. And she just cried. And it was just oh. traumatizing. And it, the whole time we were in that house, it was just a dark, dark place. Mm. This is the week that you were supposed to be moving back to Virginia. You did move back to Virginia. It's the week yeah. leading up to that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then um, we and then. Oh, and so that so the second day we, she woke up the second the, after the second night. She was just like in a fucking funk. And she was like, um, and me, I was just like, it's night terror. And you know, people, she, we were looking up at sleep paralysis. And Colleen was like, we told Colleen about it. She's like, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Yep. And I was, and Abby was like, I'm going to go to the beach um, with, with the dog. And I'm just going to like go chill. So it's me, Blaze, and Snoop in this Airbnb. Um, Snoop was chilling in the crate. No, Blaze was chilling in his crate. Snoop was on the floor next to me. And I'm doing work. And it's been like a half hour. Abby's been out of the house. But I've been editing. So I haven't been paying attention to anything around me. And all of a sudden, clear as day, I hear footsteps walking in the hall behind me. Mm-mm. And in my head, I went, oh, Abby's walking to the other room. And then within that split second, she's going to have a thousand thoughts in a second. I went, fuck, Abby's at the beach. And I look over and both of my boys' heads had gone whoosh no. to look at the hallway. And it was wood flooring. No. So it was like step, 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 step from one room to the other. And I a chills all up and down my body and I looked at Blaze because Blaze is my protector of all. Oh, yeah. And I ran over to his crate door had closed so I sl- swung it open <gasps> and he went bolted <gasps> and to go find whatever it was and he's sniffing around. Yeah. Snoop fucking just goes into the crate because he's a fucking idiot and I love him. <laughs> he's but, like, must protect myself. Yeah. So, well, he's just like, <laughs> all the crates open. He loves the fucking crate. <laughs> and Blaze is searching the house. Mm-mm. And I put a leash on him and took him outside the house and it wasn't outside. He Were didn't... you trying to say to yourself like, this is an actual person? Person. yes okay because that's less scary yes. than it being a demon yeah <laughs> and i was like i don't know what to do so blaze came back and i had him next to me like on the couch and i was like and i went and got my knife i always have a knife somewhere in the vicinity and i was like <laughs> this isn't gonna fucking do anything if it's a spirit i have a fucking knife but at least my dogs can feel things yeah and at least tell me where it is but i was right. like this that's the first time i ever experienced anything and it was just like mm-hmm. I had rationalized. It was so quick. I was just like footsteps. was like Abby's walking behind me. What the fuck? She's not here. Right. Uh-uh. And I was like, and the fact that both my dogs. Oh, yeah. Were, and Blaze was like something's in the house. The fact that he darted to go find it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't I don't know what to do here. You just start slashing at the air with your yeah. knife. And I, I called my sister again. And she was like, I asked my ghost friend, this is what you have to say. This is what you have to do. And Abby came home and I was like, listen. Wait, what do you say? I want to know for when it happens. I don't remember it. It was like, hey, um, I you like announced like, I'm not here to be disrespectful. I mean, no harm. Um, but you can't mess with me. I'm not messing with you. Like you basically state mm. you are not a threat and you're not going to accept them. You're setting boundaries. You're setting boundaries. Yeah. You have to set boundaries. Um. I can go back and look at the text. I don't remember. This was like a year ago. Um, and then, and Abby and I were like, okay, we have one more night here. We're like those stupid people in a scary movie where you're yes. like, leave the house. And they're like, we're going to live here with children. All of a sudden you hear like a bang in the basement. You're like, let's go check it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was us. So we were like, we have one more night. We paid for it. So uh, we stayed one more night. It wasn't a good night's sleep. We were just on edge. I kept waking up to look at her. She kept waking up to look at me. Aww. And uh, Blaze, stop looking. I love you. You are my protector. Thank you. But stop it. And then um, we left finally. At, we went back to my place um, back in LA area. And we, so we had spent, I think it was three nights at that Airbnb or four nights like that. And we get back to my, ho- my home and we get into bed at like 9 p.m. because we're exhausted. We both took a deep breath. We were in the dark and we went, this is the first time we've felt peaceful. Oof. Yeah. Since leaving this house. Mm-mm. Like that entire time we didn't realize that that kept getting worse, mm-hmm. but we just didn't, we didn't realize it, but she had, she had, yeah, it was sleep paralysis, a, a, a tamer version. I heard footsteps and then we were just uneasy and it was hell. 
And we were like, we are never going back there again. No. And Did you was, look at any of the reviews to see if anything? No, I was too scared to. Yeah. I mean, we could look it up if you want. Yeah, and see if like any anything else creepy or yeah. like someone was like unexplained things happened. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, that was that. But I hated that in the dream. Like it was trying to trick her. Oh, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're using me. Mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> you're using my image. It's trademarked. <laughs> what is it uh identity identity. theft is not a joke jim (laughs) okay that's what we're gonna say next time a demon tries to impersonate someone identity Identity theft theft is is not not a joke joke, jim Jim. millions of families suffer every year anyway that's it for today thanks for listening to this traumatic episode (laughs) of rachel uncensored uh, it's a good October episode. It is a good ox. Ah, spooky season. Spooky Keeping season. up with the trends. All right, that's it, guys. Uh, please subscribe. Please follow. Please comment below. Um, make sure you're DMing me or M. Uh, your uncensored uh, questions and confessions always, or you can just put them down below. Go for it. Let the world know. Uh, <laughs> so we can possibly use them on an upcoming episode. I love you guys. And that's it. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya. Hi. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure, a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and rewatch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.